Hey everybody, welcome back to the Girls Who Get It podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Sam. And we are so sorry um, that we missed a week. We weren't planning on missing a week, but... We just had... (laughs) It was a very busy... Life. Yeah. Honestly, so it was going to be like 30 life lessons that I've learned in my first 30 years of life to celebrate my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the things that we talked about was like all stuff that we've talked about in previous episodes anyway. Talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like stuff that we always preach about. So like, you know, it was, and, it was yeah. it wasn't like the best episode anyway. And then I was busy celebrating my birthday, so I didn't get around to editing it, and then Mm -hmm. the day we were supposed to post was when I was driving back, and I got, I thought that I was going to have a nice, smooth, easy drive, because (laughs) I spent the night with my friend in Philly, so I was like, oh, that'll take some time out of the drive, coming back to North Carolina, and there was so much traffic that it still took me all day long. That vacation traffic. Oh, my God. By the time I got back, I was like, nope, I'm done. And then I, the next morning, was like, all right, I'm going to edit it now. I'll just post it a day late. And then (laughs) I couldn't find the audio for Julia's audio. And I was like, oh, no. And, yeah, uh, yeah, so. Just wasn't meant to be posted. I think we just. Yeah, at this point, I was like, should we just scrap the episode? Because, like, (laughs) you know. Um, yeah. so we apologize. We'll, we'll probably do a bonus episode. We'll make it up to you. Soon to, yeah, we'll make up for it. But, um, this week we thought we'd talk about our experiences with moving. I guess we could talk about it at different levels, moving out of your parents' house, moving to different states. Sam, you moved out for college. You went to college, what, two hours from home? Yeah. Um, Hour and a half. So as soon as I graduated high school and I was 18, I moved away. I went to Temple University. Shout out. (laughs) All my Philly people. Uh, Yeah, I moved to Philly, which, yeah, was like about two hours away from where my parents live. And that was like my first experience living away from my family. Mm -hmm. But you, you were local, right? Like you... I was local, yeah, until, like, 2020 I moved away, but after high school I stayed local, yeah, up until 2020, five years after high school. (laughs) How was that? Because you moved for work, but, because I feel like both of us right now live, like, decently far from our families and from where Mm -hmm. we grew up. But I moved, like, fully by, like, where I live was fully by choice, but where Mm -hmm. you have lived was because of work. Yeah, I have never chosen uh, where I'm living. For work, um, the company I work for, we work for slash with pharmaceutical companies, so it's like a contracting type job, um, and you kind of go... Where there's work. Wait, is this um, the first time that you're disclosing what you do? I thought I mentioned it before. It's like always been a mystery. I've seen so many comments oh. of people like, what does Julia do? Because we've said I, how you like have a nine to five and you work in like an uh-huh. office setting. But <laughs> nine to five. I don't think you ever said 
specifically what it is is that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I do is work for pharmaceutical companies. Um, It's what my dad does. I was able to get the opportunity through him um, and the company he works for. So I started out doing uh, like document control type work. And now I'm doing um, something different. I'm like shipping slash receiving for a department at a pharmaceutical company. So they hire contractors to, you know, work for them and with them. And there's certain pros and cons, of course, but one of the... It can be either a pro or a con is that you're moving. I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to try something like this. One, to get experience in a different industry because I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do once I decided I didn't want to do hair anymore and then I've always wanted to move away like since I was little I used to want to live in New York City but not anymore yeah but I knew I wanted to live away from home just to like see what it was like um and I saw an opportunity and I took it and I ended up going to Virginia for one year first how was that Um, no shade to Virginia, but, like, I, I lived in, (laughs) I lived in Harrisonburg, Virginia, which is kind of northwest, I guess you could say. Um, pretty much two hours from anything interesting, two hours from DC, two hours from any, really anywhere. It's kind of near the Shenandoah Mountains, and if you're into nature, I mean, it's really beautiful, but it was kind of boring for me. Yeah, it's hard (laughs) when you're just, like, a single person in your 20s, like... Not call it... Yeah. You know, it's hard to meet people, hard to have a social life when you're kind of, like, middle of nowhere. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It was nice, though, because the people that I was working with, we were all kind of contractors, so none of us were from there. So we all kind of hung out together. We'd go get dinner together, and I met a lot of great people there. But the location I would not have picked for myself. (laughs) Right. Oh, wait, and to backtrack. Mm -hmm. So you always lived in PA, right? Like you were born and raised in Pennsylvania. I know you – oh, yeah, wait. Before you even moved for college, you moved from New York to PA. Yeah, yeah, let's backtrack. Oh, reverse. Because I, yeah, like for me, I always wanted to move away too, but it wasn't like as big of a deal, I guess, because mm-hmm. that, like my family was all over the place. So right, I was born in New York City in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like about nine, my immediate family moved to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. But, like, I have wait, family... Wait, wait. Yeah, what? Why did they do that? <laughs> because it was just getting really expensive. Like, my parents had my brother, and mm-hmm. we were living in a one-bedroom apartment in the Bronx. Oh, wow. And it got to the point where, like, we were growing up, and they were like, okay, we need more space. And it was cheaper to buy a house in the Poconos than it was to get a two-bedroom apartment in the city wow so it wasn't and like my mom was you like had anyone 
no, no, no. Yeah, area. it was totally random. Wow. We had gone, like, that's one thing that's pretty cool about my parents, my mom specifically, is, like, mm-hmm. she was always about, like, taking us on trips and, like, every summer, even though we didn't have money really at all, but mm-hmm. she always tried to, like, save up so that we could do something at least, like, that's once nice. a year. And we yeah. had gone to Pennsylvania a couple times. Like, we went to Dorney Park. Oh, yeah. And, like, Hometown. Sesame Place and uh-huh. stuff like that. So we had been to Pennsylvania before. I don't know that we had ever gone to the Poconos, but mm-hmm. it was like during the time where it was like the Poconos were booming and everyone, oh, it's like wow. all you ever saw, like there was so much like promotion for like, come visit the Poconos, come move to the Poconos. <laughs> and they were like building all these houses and a lot mm-hmm. of people from the city were moving. I mean, still like even after COVID especially. Oh yeah. But, um, you know, it was kind of a random thing. I guess that's so interesting i just remember my mom being like yeah we're gonna go look at houses and that was so fun for me like uh-huh a kid growing up in a little tiny apartment building my whole life like i had never even really like most of my friends like all lived in apartments too i'd never really been in a house with like a big backyard and like oh, woods gosh, yeah. and the you know like it was so cool so i Another remember world. when we went and just like you know with the real estate agent like looking at all these different houses I was like this is awesome (laughs) and I think we went up there maybe two times and looked at a shit ton of houses before Mm -hmm. my parents picked the one that we ended up moving into but um yeah she just was like you know wanted us to have a backyard and just have like a safer environment I guess because like where I lived there were, like, public parks and stuff like that, but it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, me and my brother could just go outside and play whenever we wanted to with the neighborhood kids. Like, right? no, unless you're looking for your kid to get abducted. Like, oh. I would have to, you know, wait for my parents to want to come outside with me, and then they would have to sit there and watch me, take me to the park, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just a very different kind of upbringing, and it was cool because at the time when we moved to Pennsylvania – Like, nobody locked their houses, nobody locked their cars. Like, it was a very safe kind of place, and we could just Mm -hmm. go out and play whenever we wanted, and it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, I feel like for a kid, that could be a lot of fun. Oh my god, it was so fun. I, yeah, it was, it was really great. But, I mean, my family was, like, all over the place. I had family still back in New York. I had family in Florida, California, Italy, Trinidad, like, oh, wow, yeah. all over the place. So I never really felt like I had, like, a super strong home base or, like, a particular mm-hmm. place that I was, like, really tied to. Uh-huh. So, oh, my God. I had the opposite. Yeah. Like, so, so the idea of me, like, just getting up and moving somewhere else wasn't anything crazy like yeah it would have been like it was a big deal to leave my parents because obviously Mm -hmm. I always lived with them but as far as like a particular place I didn't feel like any attachment yeah wow no I growing up I literally lived next door to my grandparents um Mm -hmm. my mom and dad my sister my family lived in my great-grandparents house um it's like this old farmhouse they didn't build it but they lived there and then my grandparents built their house next door so pretty strong uh that must have been nice though family oh my god yeah just growing up like literally run up the path across the yard to my grandparents house it was awesome um 
but yeah, like my whole family lived in that area. Um, we had fam, we have family in Pittsburgh, but that's still Pennsylvania. I mean, it's pretty far, but still Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, no, that is far away though. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good Could, four like, hours. Other side of the state, but still. Yeah, and then we had some family, like some of my dad's cousins, I think, live in Virginia, but. Mostly everyone I ever knew lived in Pennsylvania. I lived next door to my grandparents. We all, on my mom's side, lived on, like, the same street. Like, me and my grandparents lived right next door to each other. And then you drove, like, a mile down the road, and it was my aunt. And then a little bit further was my grandma's sister. Like, we all lived on the same street. (laughs) I'm kind of envious of that. It was really special, like, growing up around pretty much everybody my dad's parents lived maybe like 10 minutes away and then my mom's parents lived 10 seconds away and grew up with my cousins and everything so like moving was more of a big deal for me except Mm -hmm. for we did end up having to move when I was in like middle school maybe early high school uh and we just moved down the street (laughs) so that works literally the same street just down the road. And so you always lived like in this, you always were in the same school district. Yeah, never had to move schools. Because I feel like I always felt like the new kid. Mm-hmm. Because when we moved to Pennsylvania, I was starting fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was new then. But then even after that, like the I stayed in the same school district from that point on up until I graduated high school. But right the way the area that i lived in was you like went to a totally different school every few years so like oh what the heck yeah it was weird it was like kindergarten through fourth grade was one school building then Mm -hmm. fifth grade was a whole separate building just for that (laughs) one grade they've since they've since changed it they had built a new school and now it's a little different but Uh yeah there's that one and then once you go to middle school they would take like three or four elementary schools within the area and then throw them all together in the same middle school. Okay. So then even when I went to middle school, I was like meeting all these new people that I'd never seen before. And then when we went to high school from there, it was all the same people, but that was like a new building too. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it was for us. Like we, I, my school is huge. Um, so there was like two middle schools and then, once you got to high school, those two combined, and oh, it was just yeah. so many people. It was huge. I'd be like, who the heck are you? Never yeah. seen you before in my life. Right. But yeah, it's interesting having to move when you're a kid. It always seemed so cool, but really, I think it's a struggle. You have to make new friends. Oh all my the God, time. for sure. Yeah. And I guess it's easier to make friends as a kid than now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you were in Virginia for one year? One year. Is that all that it was? I know. It felt like a long time. It really did. (laughs) Yeah, it was was exactly one year, actually, because I got there in October of 2020, the beginning, and then I ended up leaving October of 2020. Well, actually, the end of October. Or 2021. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021. Um, And then I kind of feel like I didn't have to move to a completely new place where I knew nobody, like, my dad was working down there, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty, like, way out of my comfort zone. And when you didn't have any, like, friends or... 
anyone your age that you knew there. No. So, still. Um, And then, like I said before, like, my dad had been doing this type of work for so long. So, I hadn't lived with him, like, really lived with him for a long time. so true. So, that was an adjustment, too. Yeah, it was an interesting year. And then he ended up moving for work. So, I get there in October. I think he left in April. And then from April to October, I was there by myself. Oh, with that's my dog nice, Ollie. <laughs> it was kind of nice, actually. But and that must have been hard because it's like you're starting a new job that's like in a totally mm-hmm. brand new field from what you were used to. Mm-hmm. You're in a brand new place, living away from, you know, your home base for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> not having friends or people yeah. your age to hang out with. Like, that's a lot all at once and it was like right around covid time too yeah i guess it was a pretty major uh seriously i never like when i think about it i'm like oh whatever like it's it didn't feel too crazy at the time but yeah i guess it kind of it kind of was a little but yeah looking back i mean by the time he left to work somewhere else and i was by myself i had met people at work and like i would hang out with them so I didn't feel too alone, but yeah, it was the wildest thing I ever did. <laughs> just get up and move and just try a completely new job four and a half hours from home. How like quickly from getting that job till then actually moving, did you know that you were going to have to move or did you know like before even getting? Well, I pretty much knew I like if I wanted to do that work and I wanted to like get my foot in the door I'd have mm. to move where he was which was Harrisonburg Virginia oh right right okay so that was kind of like I could I I had visited before so I was kind of familiar I knew what I was getting into a little bit location wise not mm-hmm. job wise that was completely new for me but yeah I had visited him before there so I was like okay that's where I'm going mm-hmm. and I think at that point I was just pretty ready to do something else like I had I was working at European Wax Center which I enjoyed but I felt pretty like I mean where what else could I do there yeah very stagnant Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I had broken up with my ex-boyfriend that spring summer so I I don't know I really just wanted a change yeah did you feel like scared or overwhelmed at any point or were you just like all right this is what I'm doing I'm ready. I think I was mostly just ready to do something else. And having my dad there already Mm, made it easier for me. Uh, If it was just me, I definitely would have been more scared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I remember when it was like, when you were still in Virginia, you were Mm -hmm. talking about like, oh, they're going to be moving me again soon. And you didn't even know where you were going to be. I remember you thought you were coming to North Carolina too. And I was like, oh my God. That's awesome. I know, because maybe a couple hours away. Yeah, that was the time you were like, "Oh, I'm going to Wilmington," and I was like, "What? I, I know, might that be was going kinda... to Durham." But no, then I went opposite direction. I know. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like so. you found out where you had to go like right before. Uh yeah, it, it was, was like, very, very fast. Quick. Yeah, this last Not time much it was time really to quick. prepare. <laughs> no, like. Uh, I think they were trying to figure out where to put me. We started talking about it in August. 
Um, I was actually supposed to come to Albany in August for a job that was document control, and then that fell through. And so I stayed in Virginia for another month. And then September, I was like, uh, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> am I going to stay here? Am I going to leave? And then they were talking about a job that was available in Lansdale, which is near home. It's like kind of Philly area that mm-hmm. they would have considered that home for me, but that was not the best option. And then there was maybe an opportunity in Maryland, which I would have liked a lot. It was pretty much between Albany and Maryland. The manager in Albany just answered first. <laughs> so Got it. Here I am. Yeah, I'm not mad about being upstate. I've never been here, and there's lots to do around. Like, I can be in Boston, which I've never been to, in two and a half hours. I can go... I don't know. There's a lot to check out for me up here on the weekends. And surprisingly, my mom came to visit this weekend. Shout out to my mom. Um, Yeah, saucy Sue. (laughs) (laughs) And there's, like, a surprising amount of stuff to do i mean for some reason axe throwing is a thing um (laughs) i feel like that's become such a big thing in a lot of places not a thing i would do but there's like two places within (laughs) like a block to do it so there's bars there's live music oh my god there's this one place in the Poconos that does axe throwing, but it's, like, a bar and restaurant, and the mm-hmm. little axe throwing area they have is, like, just kind of in the corner of the room, and it's oh. so sketchy. I'm, like, you what can have fuck? people that, like, get drunk as fuck and then go in this corner, and, like, there's barely anything really, like, blocking or protecting oh my God. that area from the rest of the tables of people. They could just turn around and throw an axe. That's a lot of trust that they're Right? Like, in. they could be drunk and do it on accident, or they could just be a on psycho crazy purpose. killer and want to do it on purpose. <laughs> no they could way. go Candy Montgomery on everybody. Have oh you seen that God. show, by the way, on Hulu? I haven't. No, I haven't started it. Oh my God. You have to watch it. I know. I feel like we talked about it before. I I will start it. I'm so I started good. Love on the Spectrum, so I have to do that first. Oh, that's Anyway. Cute. That's a <laughs> But, you know, I took her to, there's like a cider, it's not a brewery. Cider works, whatever. It's like a brewery, but for cider. You Yeah, you brew cider, no? Okay, yeah. So yeah. we went there. <laughs> that was pretty cool. There's a Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, there's actually a good amount of decent restaurants and we went to the farmer's market in Troy which is like 10-15 minutes north of Albany and I actually might be looking into moving there when my lease is up but it was a really cute farmer's market there was so much there food wise and just um I don't know when did you move there um beginning of November Okay, right. I feel like it's probably going to be, like, so pretty and so fun in, like, September and October. I know. Well, Vermont has, like, the best foliage. Yeah. And it's only, like, an hour away. I got to come up there and visit during that time of year. I'll look up the best week for foliage. (laughs) Yeah, I need to. That's the one thing that I do love about the Northeast is fall time. And, like, Halloween specifically. I'm just trying to take advantage of, like, the time I have here and make the best of it. 
And I could say a lot about Albany, but it has two H&Ms, and that's enough for me. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. I know. I have options. It's so true, though. It's like where I lived, like where my parents live in the Poconos, Mm -hmm. I I complain about it a lot. I shit talk that place (laughs) a good amount. (laughs) But, I mean, especially if you're in a situation that you're in where you have to live somewhere because of a job... Yeah. Every place has its positives and it has like nice things about it. So it's like you got to just make the most of it and take advantage of where you are. Try to see and do as much as you can while you're there. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm not going to be here forever. So exactly. I um. Yep. Just making the most of it. I will say one thing. I don't know what I have to do to live near Panda Express. But whatever it is, <laughs> I will do it the next time I move. I'll move anywhere as long as there's a Panda Express. I'm I so got sick a Panda of living Express. in the dark. I know. I saw it when I visited and I was so jealous. We actually, we don't even have a Chick-fil-A. What? I know. That's kind of surprising. That's I rarely, crazy. I rarely go there anyway, but yeah, there's no Chick-fil-A. Oh, we have multiple down here, but we only have one H&M. Wow. Well. And no Sephora. <laughs> so no sephora at all no isn't that funny like when you move i so weird they might i mean there's a kohl's here and i know they're putting like a bunch of sephora's in kohl's so maybe hopefully fingers crossed they'll be putting Uh one in there soon it's funny that like when you're moving to different areas different states or whatever finding out like what other states have to offer yeah like in virginia and in new york you can buy beer I haven't seen wine at Target here, but in Virginia, you could buy wine. Yeah, you can buy like, wine here. Yeah, in, in a Target. Target. Mm-hmm. But in Pennsylvania, you can. And Walmart. Yeah, Walmart too. Yeah, Pennsylvania's laws with alcohol are very weird. Well, and, I mean, for the longest time, you couldn't even get wine and beer at the grocery store either. Yeah. In Pennsylvania, and you, to, like, you had to go separate. to yeah either a beer distributor or the liquor store. Yeah. And then now, like, I don't even remember when that was. Like, a few years ago, they finally had it available in grocery stores, but not hard liquor, just Mm-mm. beer and wine. And it only is in one section of the store, and you have to buy it at that register in that section of the store. You can't just, like, go shop for all your other groceries and, like, pay for it all together. Nope. So I find weird. That, I would find that to be such an annoying adjustment. I think if I move, if back it was the home. opposite, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. down here you can get they don't have liquor in grocery stores here. You still have to no. go to a liquor store for that. But yeah, you can get beer and wine, Target, Walmart, grocery stores, and so you can nice. just pay for it all at the same register. Yeah, it's very convenient. I would miss that, and you know I do have a Trader Joe's here, so at least there's that. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about, besides friends and family, what I miss about Pennsylvania. Like, I'm not sure. Hmm. Lily's sushi. (laughs) Yeah. So, do you think that, like, once you are older and, like, kind of ready to, like, start a family and settle down, do you think that you'll move back and want to raise your kids there? Or do you Uh, think that it'll happen somewhere else? It won't happen here. Uh, I can tell you that, but (laughs) I am not opposed 
to moving somewhere else. I'd really just like to be around family. Mm-hmm. Um, like, now that I have my nieces, I'm like, oh, why do I live so far away? Um, and I only can see them, you know, twice a month, certain amount of times. So I'd like to live around my family so and friends. So just on, like, a random Thursday night, I can go see them. But... Yeah, that would be cool for, like, your kids and your sister's kids to be close and, like, be able to see each other. Yeah, but my sister's kids are going to be babysitting mine, so. True, true. (laughs) That's how it's looking. Um, But maybe she'll have more. Does she want more kids? Oh, yeah. There will be more. Yeah, there you go. But, um, yeah, I think eventually my biggest concern is, like, living around family, not necessarily, like... Not not saying my whole family's going to move away from Allentown, Pennsylvania, but I don't know. You never know. Okay. I think moving is fun and interesting, and you get to see a lot of different stuff and meet new people, but I always, I guess, figured I would move back home. Really? You think that you Eventually. will at some point? That's That was my initial thought, and now I'm like... Kind of, but I don't know. Allentown is getting very crowded mm-hmm. and kind and pretty expensive, so there's that to think about too. And I would really like to live by the water. Well, I know, I know you lo- really liked Wilmington when you came to visit me. So I did like it very much. But you know what, my mom—you're not gonna like it in August. <laughs> no, not at all. I'll be in the air conditioning. Even July, even June is pushing it. <laughs> That's my whole thing, though, is, like, I would, people are always like, oh, my God, the South, the summers are da-da-da, so bad. Okay, that's fine. I would rather spend the summers inside in the air conditioning that, because, like, up north, all winter, I'm going to be inside in the heat. Yeah. So, it's like, like a treat. Yeah. either way, if you're going to be spending, like, a couple of months inside, I'd rather it be in the summer in the air conditioning, and that way I have the option if I want to go out to the beach, or I could go swimming. Like, there's things you can do in the heat. That's very but true. But for me, like, in the middle of the winter when it's freezing cold and there's a blizzard outside, I'm not into snowboarding and skiing and all that stuff, so, like, there's nothing <laughs> for me to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Other than freeze to death and be miserable, so. Yeah, it's tough because I don't mind, like, the winter, but who likes, you know shoveling and snow gets old pretty quickly I there think. are some people though that love snow and love, I love how quiet it is when it snows and no one can go anywhere or do anything and you True. get to have a snow day but i don't love how it piles up on the side of the road and it's just a disgusting mess. Yeah, and then it's like it just lingers for so long and you're over it. And you're like, okay, I'm ready for spring. Where the fuck is the nice yeah. weather? I would rather have the option of like going up north and visiting and staying there for like a week. You mm-hmm. know, enjoy a little bit of snow and then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Because especially for my mental health, like February and March, even January... No, like, I would say January, February are, like, brutal. <laughs> always, always. Because so the holidays miserable. are over, and it's just cold, and it's still dark outside. Yeah, it's gloomy, it's dark, it gets dark so early. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I get like summer depression because I hate being hot and sweaty and <laughs> that's very easy for me. So like once it's 78 degrees, I'm sunny and probably miserable. Would you but would you have summer depression and feel that way if you were by a beach and could like Probably not, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if if you're by water. All right, all right. I'll move to Wilmington and see how it goes. Because I feel that, too. Like, I do like the heat, but, like, who wants to just be... Like, when I was up visiting in the Poconos a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, like, there was one or two days where it was randomly, like, 90-something degrees. And I was like, this is awesome, but also fucking miserable, and it sucks because, like, we don't have a pool. There's I can't go to the ocean. I can't go and, like... The only option I had was, like, a freezing, cold, murky, disgusting, dirty lake. I'm not going in there. Gross. Yeah, and then there was a couple... this is miserable and sucks. Like, what the fuck? What are you... Like, ew. I just wanted to go inside in the air conditioning, so I get it. it was 70 degrees, and you were like, oh, it's freezing. It was... Exactly. (laughs) It was. There's, like, no in-between. So, yeah. So, what... Did you, like, do a lot of research before choosing Wilmington, or... Like, were there other places you were considering? Uh, okay, so I, well, I guess, back, like, so backstory, like I said, I had moved from New York when I was a kid, lived in Pennsylvania in the Poconos, and then I went away for college to Philly, but that wasn't, like, as big of a deal, I guess, because I, my best friend went to the same college with me, mm-hmm. so I was, like, I knew her, and then she had some friends that went there that she knew from high school so even though I was in a new place like I knew people there and I think when you're in school it's just different like you're going to classes and you have to do right. group projects so it's like you're kind of forced to meet people and make friends um yeah. and then I moved back home for a little while and then I moved out again and I moved to Harrisburg Pennsylvania which was like two hours away with my boyfriend at the time and I was there for Mm -hmm. like a year and a half ish Mm -hmm. and that was kind of rough because I mean I was with him thank god so we were able to do everything together but I didn't really make Mm -hmm. any friends there so you were both working there or was it like yeah so we moved there because he got a really good job okay and I didn't have any job lined up but then I got a job in marketing Mm mm-hmm shortly after we moved there and I met people through my job there and I hung out with them they had a lot of like employee group bonding events and stuff and I I tried to make friends there but it was hard because I just feel like I was so different Uh like a lot of people there (laughs) well a lot of people I worked with like they were all my same age like early 20s at the time but a lot Mm -hmm. of them were like married and like starting their families and stuff and I was like it just yeah and a lot of them were like more conservative religious like just kind of grew up differently than me what company was this (laughs) it was like it was a private company and the company itself was like really cool but I think it's just the area like Harrisburg you know like it's just surrounded by farm land basically and it's very close to like Amish country, (laughs) Lancaster. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was just like a different 
lifestyle, I guess. So I didn't feel like there was anyone that I really clicked with. Right. And then after I left there, I moved back home to the Poconos. That's when I went to cosmetology school and, like, changed careers and met you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I had stayed there for a while because I needed to, like, you know, finish school and then, like, get back on my feet and, like, Mm -hmm. start saving up and all that. And then from there, that's then when I moved to Wilmington. So I had always known, like, since high school, I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I always hated the cold. Like, the weather was the Mm -hmm. biggest factor for me. So I always said I wanted to either move to, like, California or somewhere down south. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, both of us said that we were going to move to San Diego together. Oh, yeah. That was, like, our dream come true. (laughs) And funny enough, I feel like Wilmington is... I kind of like a San Diego. It's yeah, it's the East Coast San Diego. I feel like, (laughs) Hmm. um, but there were a bunch of different places that I considered. I considered moving to Austin, Texas, at one point. Oh wow. Um, yeah, (laughs) I considered moving to Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Charleston. So cute. Our friend Amanda lives there. Oh, I fucking love Charleston. We need to take a trip and go together. We definitely should. I've heard amazing things. I'll always, I only went there once, but I've, I'm dying to go back. I love it. But I consider moving to Miami. I have a lot oh, of family God. in like the Fort Lauderdale area. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's tons of places where I was like, oh, I would love to move there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for years, I was always like scared to do it like the idea of moving away sounded so great but then realistically it was like oh my god I'm gonna move somewhere far away I'm gonna be away from my family I'm not gonna know anyone um it's expensive to oh yeah I mean moving itself is expensive and then you know living on your own somewhere like I had never like been in a place where I was like fully financially supporting myself I always either had roommates or my parents were helping me out or I lived with Mm -hmm. a boyfriend so I always thought that whenever I do eventually move away I always knew it was going to happen but I always thought that it would either be with like with someone else either a boyfriend or a friend or something right um I never imagined myself actually just doing it by myself you're not alone. Benny is with you. Yeah, I have my dog, my son, but uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't help. He does not help with mm. the bills, unfortunately. <laughs> it was always like a dream, but never like a actual realistic goal, I guess. Right. And then I started getting to a point where I was like doing pretty well-ish for myself, mm-hmm. work-wise, and. I I don't know. There was a lot of different factors. Like, I was finally at a point where I was like, okay, financially, I could afford to live on my own and take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I was in a relationship that was, like, not really going so well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And it's so funny because we had moved in together and we were just living in, like, his parents' guest house, so we didn't have a lease or anything, so I could leave, like, whenever I wanted. And right. things weren't really working out, so I was like, okay, I need to move out. And at first, I was looking at other places in the area, and then I was mm-hmm. like, there was, like, nothing available, first of all, that would let me have a dog. And then everything was just so expensive, and I was like, 
what the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't even want to be here anymore anyway. Why am I going to pay all this money to live in a piece of shit place in a town that doesn't make me happy? Right. And then sign another lease and be stuck here for another year. Like, what? And then, like, the pandemic happened, too. So I was like, that, I think, was a big eye opener for me to be Mm -hmm. like, what am I doing here? Like, I, I should just go. And fortunately for me... I was working in a salon doing hair at the time, and that was very overwhelming and scary, the thought of, like, having to start over somewhere new and, like, grow my clientele from the ground up. But I was doing social media also and actually making most of my money through that. So I was like, even if I take a break from doing hair or even if it takes me a while to, like, rebuild a steady clientele, luckily, thank God, I'm so fortunate that I – do social media from anywhere and I told myself like that's an opportunity that most people don't have most people don't have the luxury of just being able to work from wherever they want from home very true you know so I was like I need to take advantage of this while I can so that's when I was like you know maybe this is my time to finally get out of here and move away but I didn't know where I was gonna go so I had my mindset on South Carolina for a while okay And I was looking into Columbia, South Carolina. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, you know, it's so far from the coast. It's like more west in the state. And I, what did you see about it that made you consider it? I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea. I think (laughs) when the pandemic first happened, I remember Mm -hmm. like kind of semi-jokingly saying to my boyfriend at the time, oh, we should finally, let's just move. Like, this is our time to move. Because he really likes the South, too. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, fuck it. Like, let's just go. And then I was Googling, like, best South Carolina towns to live in or something Mm -hmm. like that. And Columbia, I think, was one of the top ones that came up. And, um, or like, suburbs of Columbia. But I was like, oh, okay. And I started looking into that. And I was like, ooh, this looks cool. This looks fun. And I think that's what kind of, like, got it in my head even though I had never been there before (laughs) I had only ever been to Myrtle Beach and Mm -hmm. Charleston I don't know why I never looked into Charleston actually now that I think about it oh I think because when I was there everyone was like really bad at driving and I was like oh I could never (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the whole south but you know I don't think the people like the driving's that bad here surprisingly I was expecting it to be but yeah I think it's everywhere but it's only because I'm the best driver in it's, the world and yeah, yeah. everyone else sucks. You're right. So? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, Harrisburg was some of the worst drivers I ever encountered. Oh That's my what God. I thought about Harrisburg. And D.C. Oh, my God. What is with people DC's, in D.C.? Yeah. Oh, my well, God. Well, D.C. is like Maryland and Virginia coming into one area. It's chaos. And Virginia drivers are slow. Maryland drivers are fast. Yeah. It's hell. Great point. I mean, it's hell on earth. Great point. I know every time I have to drive through, like, the DMV area in general, I'm like, oh my god, fuck this. It's scary. Well, it's funny, like, when I used to drive from Virginia to Pennsylvania, I would go through, you know, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and it was like a gradient. It was like, Virginia, you have like the slower kind of driving... West Virginia is still pretty slow. And then you get to Maryland and it's like, whoosh, everyone's racing. And then Pennsylvania is like, eh, kind of better, but 
you know, pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty fast pace. But, yeah, so I was thinking about Columbia, and, but then I was like, oh, it's far. Like, I kind of want to be by the beach. And also, my whole thing was, like, there were a few factors. A, I wanted Mm -hmm. to be near the beach. B, I wanted to still be within driving distance of PA because Mm -hmm. I have a dog. So I know it's not as easy for me to just, like, hop on a plane when I want to come visit. So That's true. You know, yeah, I was like, I I still want to be within a drive and... I didn't want to be, like, so... Like, I wanted to still be as south as possible so that it would still be as warm as possible. hmm But then not too far that it would be... Like, I didn't want to be more than, like, 10 or 11 hours oh, of a drive. Because, so like, long. that is... Yeah, that's long. But, like, that's the most I could possibly Maxed. do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. Like, I literally just looked at the map. Mm-hmm. And I was like, based on that criteria, what do we got? <laughs> and okay, makes sense. Boom, there was Wilmington. And I was like, hmm, I've heard good things about Wilmington. Never been here. Didn't know anything about it. All I knew mm-hmm. was Haley, who was in one of our previous episodes. I kind of knew her a little bit because she dated my brother at one point and then worked with mm-hmm. me a little bit. So, like, we weren't friends. But, like, we knew, you knew of, her. of her. Yeah, like, I knew okay. of her. And I remembered that she had moved down there and, like, has family down here. And mm-hmm. I always saw on her Instagram it looked so nice. And I, <laughs> I remember, like, it was middle of winter. And we had, like, multiple terrible snowstorms. Like, mm. like, every week we were getting a different snowstorm. I was in Virginia, so I wouldn't know. Oh, my God. It was awful and I remember being in my apartment miserable as fuck mm-hmm. like winter depression on all-time high and I'm on Instagram and I see on this bitch's story she is sitting on the beach in a hoodie eating her lunch <laughs> oh and I was like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> right wow so yeah I literally just saw Wilmington on the map and I was like oh yeah and it stood out to me because I was like oh yeah Haley lives there okay and then I just started googling it And literally within just that one night of just doing some research on Google. And, like, then Mm -hmm. I had looked it up on YouTube and I was seeing, like, videos of it and everything. Right. Um, And I was like, yep, that's where I'm moving. Wow. (laughs) Like, literally just like that. And I remember um, I, I, like, just started looking at apartments online and I told my mom, I was like, yeah, so I think I'm going to move to North Carolina. I'm going to, like, drive down there in a couple of months and, like, look at apartments. And I'm thinking, like, you know, before the end of the year, I want to move. And she mm-hmm. was just like, oh, cool, can I come to see apartments? <laughs> like, both of my parents have always known. Like, they just were waiting for this moment. Like, they knew. Right. Well, your mom loves Virginia, right? Virginia Beach? Yes, my mom literally has a countdown on her fridge for of the day that she's supposed to retire because that's the day she's gonna move to virginia beach well she could just move in with you now i i don't know she was saying (laughs) recently she was like you know i need to see how the summers are down there but i'm starting to think that it's gonna be too hot for me i think virginia beach is gonna be perfect Uh uh-huh okay so she has her heart set on virginia because she's like you she does not do heat she's always hot yeah yeah so But yeah, and that's the thing too is like, like I said, my family is not like super attached to 
a particular place. And right. my dad is from Trinidad and Tobago. So everything mm-hmm. is cold to him. <laughs> so he's been dying to move, you know, somewhere warmer. Yeah. Always. He's basically just waiting on my mom. I always knew that, like, my parents were not going to stay there forever anyway. So, like, okay, why yeah. why should I stay there and wait? Like, I may that as well sense. just, like, move on with my life and then eventually they're going to move to... Yeah. In the South. <laughs> yeah. So I um, I drove down here with my mom. My brother came too. We looked at apartments. Two, I, I looked at two places. This is the mm-hmm. second place that I looked at. And I was like, yep. I immediately was like, I love it. This is perfect. Great. Signed the lease that same day. Wow. And then three months later, moved down. Wow. Yeah, I remember seeing you. I don't think it was like a housewarming or anything what party was that just like a party oh yeah that was over the summer it was like wasn't your housewarming because i got you a gift it it was kind of it was like sort of like a housewarming slash just like summer i think it was like before right before fourth of july summer or something yeah and i came up and i was because i was in virginia at the time and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna be moving soon maybe north carolina and you're like oh i'm moving to north carolina and i was like oh (laughs) is that what i told you I'm pretty sure. Maybe I heard something about it, but not, like, confirmed. No, yeah, it was such a, like, spur-of-the-moment thing. And then for the longest time, I didn't really know if it was happening 100% until after I signed my lease in September. And then I was like, okay, it's definitely happening. "Hmm." Yeah, because September would have been... The timeline is weird for me. Whatever. Um, Because you said it, and I was like, wait, I thought you were with your boyfriend and you just moved here and I was like uh-huh very surprised by you but yeah yeah I just couldn't do it anymore like I just I felt like I spent my whole adult life waiting like yeah. I was you know I, I went to college I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my life at that point and I mean quickly after starting I was like eh, I don't really know if this is for me like Mm-hmm. I'm kind of unhappy and I feel like I was just always like searching for the right place and the right thing to do with my life and I always like I said I I always thought that I needed someone else to in order to like do these things with yeah. so I you know every relationship I was in I always was like waiting on them to like mm-hmm. either finish school or figure you know like it was just so frustrating. And I just got to a point where I was so fucking tired of that. And I was like, you yeah. know, I can do this on my own. And yeah, it's scary and it's totally out of my comfort zone. But right. fortunately, I can financially do it. So fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I'm, I'm like, what am I waiting for at this point? You know? Yeah. And I That's think, too, badass. Like, I had just turned 29 right around that time when I made this decision or started thinking about it. And I was like holy shit, like, I got a year to go, and then I'm going to be 30. <laughs> and, like, I'm still, like, I feel, I feel like I'm still kind of waiting to, like, really get my life started. Like, what the fuck am yeah. I doing? Do you feel like now you feel differently? Like, you're not waiting anymore? Yeah, 100%. For the next thing? 100%. Wow. And, I mean, obviously, like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm still single, and I would like to meet someone, Mm -hmm. and eventually, like, own my own house and 
stuff like that. I feel like, like we're that. always waiting for something. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's definitely still things that, yeah. like, I would like to accomplish, but I don't feel like I'm waiting for those things to happen. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm enjoying my life and just doing what I want to do and doing what makes me happy. And, you know, the rest of the stuff will come in time and that's fine. But I'm not like, I don't know. I'm just like making things happen for myself and doing what makes me happy and not just sitting around like waiting on someone else to like. Yeah. Do things for me or for us. Yeah. That's like a powerful thing. And sometimes when I think about it, like, you and I just moving at the time or, like, doing it. Or maybe it's just me. But when I'm doing these things, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, this is just what, I'm, what I have to do or this is just what it is. Mm-hmm. And then I look back and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, just when we were talking about moving to Virginia and everything was like, uh, <laughs> that was kind of a lot more than I right? remember feeling that it was. Yeah, you got to give yourself credit. It's a very empowering thing. And I mean, of course, I know obviously not everyone has the opportunity. There's. Right. You know, I'm sure if there's costs involved. Exactly. If I had kids and. Oh, yeah. Was living paycheck to paycheck and didn't have like the means to leave, you know, it would have been. But that's exactly why I was like, I need to just do this because I can. And there's a lot of people who can't. So like, why? shouldn't I? Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, you, when you're at a point in your life where it's like, okay, well, why not? Then Exactly. You just kind of go for it if you can. Yeah, and I was worried, of course, don't get me wrong, like, I had never, this is the furthest away that I've ever lived from my parents, mm-hmm. and I've never lived somewhere completely by myself. I had my own apartment by myself at one point for one year, but it was in the Poconos, It was, Mm -hmm. you know, 15 minutes from my parents' house. I had a boyfriend at the time that didn't live with me, but he always came over. So this was my first time, like, being single and living fully alone, no roommate, no boyfriend. And, I mean, going somewhere that I had only ever visited one time, it was scary. And I, I, like, in a lot of ways, I felt like, oh, this definitely feels like the right decision. I'm excited. But... There was always that part in the back of my mind that was like, well, what if I regret this? What this is, you know, my anxiety was insane. Right. But, oh God, yeah. I mean, it's, I tell myself this about everything. It's like, you never are going to know what it's actually going to be like until you finally do it. That's true. So you got to just go for it. And worst case, I, I told myself, I was like, you know what? Worst case scenario, I move back. Yeah. And, and it's that's still, not so bad. <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, yeah, it's not close enough that I could go there, you know, go home and visit every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if I really wanted to, I could, but... Uh, no. No. <laughs> but it, it's a drive away, you know? It's not like I'm yeah, moving to a it. different country where yeah. I don't speak the language and it's, like, a huge process to get back home. Like, I hop in my car, I drive back up there whenever I want to. Yep. I'm so glad that I did it, and it's funny because I was up, you know, in the Poconos visiting recently for my birthday, and I really thought being up there, I would feel very nostalgic and, like, kind of miss it a little bit. Mm. The second I got up there, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go back to North Carolina. 
Right. Just like confirms your it's, choice. Oh my God. A hundred percent confirmed everything. And it just made me appreciate down here so much. And when I got back, I was like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like I remember as soon as I got back into my apartment, I stepped out on the balcony and I was just like breathing in the warm air. And I was like, oh, it feels so good to be back. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny because, remember we had talked about that comment that I got on Instagram? I was just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. in our singles, like being mm-hmm. single episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I had got a comment on Instagram. I posted this little cute reel that was like, if you moved out of your hometown and started a new life, you're a badass or something like that. And someone yeah. had commented this whole long thing, like, you know, how selfish and like terrible it is that I moved away from my family and it's so mm-hmm. stupid and blah 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 and how she personally regretted her decision to do that <laughs> right 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 and yeah I, I'm not gonna like I when I read that comment I was like oh this is so ridiculous like obviously you're just projecting your own negative experience onto right. me but I'm not gonna lie there was a little part of me that was like wait did I am I doing something wrong should I have not left my family is that like messed up that I did that Mm-hmm. But no. And no. going back to visit, just, you know, like I said, it confirmed everything. And it just made me realize, like, no, I made the right choice. I need to live my life for myself, move on with my life, do what makes me happy, live somewhere that makes me happy. Exactly. And I can visit my family as much as I want. And that's one of the good things about working for myself, which I'm very fortunate for, is that I can just pick up and go visit whenever I want. Yeah. We see each other every week. Well, that too. Exactly. <laughs> and with, yes, exactly. With FaceTime, honestly, it's like basically feel like you're still seeing everyone. Yeah. That's the thing. FaceTime really makes everything easier. For sure. Like keeping in touch with you and keeping in touch with my sister and her family. Um it makes you feel closer for sure. I mean, it's still a bummer. Sometimes you're like, oh, I just want to hang out with them in person. But yeah, I mean, it's not like you have to write letters. and Like you can only talk on the phone. You can't see anyone's face. So for sure. I think that helps a lot. How did like when you were moving? Because I know one thing that I was like really trying to figure out um, mm-hmm. was like actually physically moving all my stuff. Oh, God. Did you get, like, a moving truck and all of that? Or, like, how do you navigate that? Because moving can be so expensive. Oh, yeah. So, when we moved from Virginia, my dad and I had a house. And it was just me there because he was working in Maryland, but his stuff was there. So, I couldn't do it on my own. He came down and my mom came down to help me pack up the whole house besides like the stuff I might need for the last week I was living there um so they drove a U-Haul down or no they drove down together in one car and we got a U-Haul in Virginia and they actually threw in an extra trailer because they needed that to go north I guess I don't know so it worked out we got like a bonus um so we packed all that up and they drove that to Pennsylvania um, and unloaded it in a storage unit, I guess. And then, yeah, I, oh my God, I packed up 
the rest of the stuff and put it in my car. At the time, I had a tiny little Nissan Sentra. Uh, not ideal. I barely fit my TV in. I had to leave like a full vacuum cleaner behind. I had to leave my big giant Harry Styles poster behind because I literally could not fit a single thing in my car. It was not ridiculous. Harry Styles. I know. I left it by the dumpster. No. I know. I know. <laughs> I still think about it to this day. But like there was no there was no fitting him in. It was like a giant frame. And I guess I could have just tossed the frame and brought him with I wasn't thinking. Um anyway, I hope some college girl found him and appreciates him. But Anyway, I jam-packed my car. I literally could not see through my back windshield. It was it was ridiculous. So I drove back to Pennsylvania, and I had a week off between jobs. So I guess I was just home for the week. And then I drove up to Albany and started working, and we didn't move our stuff until we got an apartment. So, like, for the first month, we were in a sublease yeah I remember that situation one of the longest months of my life because (laughs) we were just like sharing my dad and I a one-bedroom apartment and I was on an air mattress and it was just Mm. not ideal but then we got into the apartment we're in now and we went back to the storage unit loaded all that stuff up again and then brought it up did you do a (laughs) u-haul again We did a U-Haul again, and then once we got here, since it was just my dad and I, I hired a moving company. It was two guys that showed up just to help us unload the truck. They were done in uh, an hour. Oh, nice. It was amazing. Worth every penny. Um, so you did you, like, you kept all of your furniture and all of that? Yeah, I mean, we have, I have my bed and my, I have a bed frame, and I have my dresser, we have like a little couch that's pretty easily moved. Um, we have a dining table and some chairs. My dad has his bed and a few random pieces of furniture. I mean, we don't have like a full house full of stuff, but mm-hmm. I definitely like to feel comfortable and like I'm not living on the road. So I make it a point to have what I want <laughs> in my house. And I'll figure it out later. But, yeah. Moving, it's it was a journey. <laughs> well, and I mean, your drive, because you, bro- like, split it up. Yeah. So oh, gosh, yeah. So that wasn't so bad. I, when I was looking into moving, I honestly, at this point, I don't even remember how much it was. Mm-hmm. But I remember my, my mom was, like, so excited about this whole thing. So she's, like, once she gets like excited about an idea like she will just go off and like be researching all this stuff so she was helping me Mm -hmm. um look into every possible option and we like printed everything out and we were like sitting there doing the numbers and the math and trying to figure out like what made the most sense Mm -hmm. and um to move from Pennsylvania to Wilmington which is like it's 600 miles right um it was going to be very expensive for the U-Haul yeah well, because wow. at first I was like, well, I don't know if I get a truck, who's going to drive the truck? Right. I'm not driving a big ass truck with my car attached to the back. Like, that is yeah. terrifying to me. I don't, especially for tricky. such a long distance. Yeah. And then um, I considered getting one of those trailers and like hitching it to the back of my car. 
mm-hmm. but that was going to be a lot too. Um, I don't know. And then they had like a U-Haul does like a pod kind of thing where you can fill up your stuff and then they'll drop it to your destination. But that oh. was going to be like a thousand dollars. Oh, wow. But luckily, my parents have a pretty big SUV. My brother mm-hmm. had a huge Dodge Durango truck <laughs> thing at the time. Right. And I have my little Honda Fit, but <laughs> I was able to make it work. And they all wanted to come down anyway to, like, help me get settled in and, like, see where I was going to be living and all of that. Mm-hmm. So they decided they were going to just drive down. So my parents came down in their car. My brother came in his car. And then I had my car. And, what did you um, bring with you? You didn't bring, like, all your furniture, did you? No. So what I ended up doing, because doing the math, I was like, honestly, all of my furniture anyway was, like, all cheap stuff from Ikea. Mm-hmm. It was, like, mm-hmm. Ikea, Wayfair, stuff like that. And the biggest piece of furniture I had was my couch. Right. Which was, like, a cheap piece of shit from Wayfair that was, like, starting to fall apart and, like, a spring was sticking out. I was like, I'm not, it, I'm not going to pay all this money to move, to move this when I could <laughs> yeah. just get some, like get a new one. Yeah. And luckily it worked out. I was able to get a mattress sponsorship. Oh, okay. So I didn't have to worry about my mattress. And then everything else that I had was like small stuff. So I brought my, my dresser um, mm-hmm. and like my big floor length mirror and like a couple side tables and like little things like that. But all the other furniture, like my bed frame, I just bought new. And I got everything at Ikea. I love Ikea. And I was honestly, I was like going around and adding up because like some of the furniture I had was like old stuff, hand-me-downs. Some of it was just like stuff I got like with gift cards and whatever. And I was like, honestly, like it's going to cost me like $1,000 to ship this stuff down there. All this stuff isn't even worth $1,000. Right. Yeah. So moving is the worst and then when you're doing it like a long distance that's even harder it is it is really hard i'm Um, dreading moving next which i'll probably move in a few months but not far just that's what i keep thinking about and and that's the thing too i've never stayed somewhere other than my parents house longer Mm -hmm. than a year do you think you'd leave after your lease is up or something and go somewhere new so as of right now, which I mean, my lease isn't going to be up till December, so it's still mm-hmm. half a year away. But as of right now, I'm planning on renewing it. I really like oh. my apartment a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I'm, I definitely want to stay here at least another year. But mm-hmm. I so because of that, I'm again, it, it goes back to the whole like waiting thing and like constantly like, I don't know, just like not being fully like happy in the moment. So it's like it feels right. good to be here and be like. And making it really a home and knowing, like, okay, I'm going to be here for a little while. Let me, like, fully settle in. Let me fully decorate and not right. be worried about, like, oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass to have to, like, take down when I'm moving out of here. Right. That's how I feel like when I was living in Virginia, I didn't feel like I was really living there because I went into it with the mindset of, like, oh, I'm not going to be here long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never felt like I was there I was like oh I'm just working here and then like not really but now living here I'm like okay like I'm gonna be working here for a while Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm such a homebody that like I need my home to feel really cozy 
and comfortable. Yeah, me too. That's why I wanted all my stuff. Yeah, exactly. Even when I was in college, I remember, like, feeling so miserable that first semester. And then my mom was like, well, you should probably, like, just make it cute. Like, decorate your room. You probably just feel that way because you have cinder block walls and it feels like a jail cell. (laughs) Like, make it cozy and maybe you'll feel better. And it really did improve my mood a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important, like, because of how this job is where it's like, oh, you're going to be moving a lot. Like, a lot of people don't tend to have all their stuff um, with them like kind of very sparse just kind of like whatever they can find in the city that they're in type deal um which you know I can make the most out of it whatever but there are some things I want (laughs) to have like Mm -hmm. my bed and if I can move my stuff which you know I can find a way I'm going to so I like to have you know I have one of like my hand-me-down rugs that my gram used to have I've always wanted to put it out so I have that in the living room I have a coffee table I have my dresser my bed and bed frame and when the time comes to move I'll deal with it all then (laughs) yeah exactly I ended up leaving behind a lot of stuff too like a lot of big furniture pieces because my apartment I was like really downsizing so I just didn't even Mm -hmm. have space for things so I have a lot of things still at my parents house but that's also why like I just like all the stuff that I have all the furniture I have is like pretty cheap stuff like Mm -hmm. decent quality looks good but I refuse to invest in anything super expensive because I feel like who knows like if I move to another apartment it might not work in that space it might not fit or what if it gets damaged during the move or it's like inconvenient or I have to like get rid of it so I'd rather wait till I'm like a little more settled and I like buy a house and I know I'm gonna be there for like 10 years maybe yeah that's what I think too like I of course you never know but like I don't want to get this nice I have my eye on this one couch from Joybird I literally always I always have it pulled up on my computer like just an open tab but it's very expensive and I wouldn't want to get it and then move to an apartment, yeah, like, where it doesn't fit. Yeah. I see a bunch of those on Facebook Marketplace where it's like, it's a nice couch, but it doesn't fit. I know, tragic. Like, I'd hate that. And then I also have a cat that scratches everything, so that's another factor, but... True. Um, yeah, that was a big factor for me when I was picking my couch that I have now with my dog. Like a pet-friendly... Oh, my God. Well, because yeah. I really... I, I love the look of, like, those dark velvet green couches. Beautiful, yeah. Gorgeous. But I have a white dog that sheds like crazy. So I was like, nope, <laughs> that that's not going to work. That thing would be covered, yeah. That's, oh, well. That's going to be a white couch pretty soon, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't care too much about stuff. I have a lot of hand-me-down stuff. I have a Bob's discount furniture headboard. Um, I have a couch with a missing cushion, so I don't really care all that I, much. As long but... as it's, like, cozy and comfortable and, like, I like the way it looks. Like, it looks yeah. nice. That's all I care about. That's a conversation we were having, actually, this weekend. I was saying to my mom how I wish, like, the apartment looked a little bit, you know, more t- put together, more, like, decorated. Um, mm-hmm. That's my fault, too. Like, I cannot find... I wanted to get a TV stand, but I cannot find one that I like to save my life. So I've just been kind of putting it off. But I would like it to look a little bit nicer. My dad's like, oh, who cares? I'm like, uh... <laughs> 
Me. Yeah, no, that's such a typical guy. Like, thing. do you not notice decoration or anything ever or care? Yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. So how has it been for you, like, social life-wise, dating, making friends? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so when I first got here, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to meet people. I'm going to go on dates and stuff. And I went on, like, four in a row that all went the same exact way, where it was like, we met, you know, it was okay. Like, we had a decent meal, we talked, whatever, and then it just kind of fizzled out. So that was discouraging. And, like, lately I'm just not in a good space to be, like, actually dating, so... I was just, like, bored, of course, on Tinder, whatever, swiping. And I, you know, I think we've mentioned him before. I have hung out with this guy a few times. He had moved from Wales, which was very far. And I just moved here, so we've hung out a few times. Yeah, how's nice that going? it's nice to get out with someone. It's good. I mean, this last month, like, for me, has been... Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to get by. So the last thing I really wanted to do is, like, go out and be in the world after work. Like, I just wanted to come home and go to bed. And I've not been the best friend, I'm sure, just because mentally I'm, like, I was checked out completely. Couldn't even manage to have a conversation. But um, I might see if he wants to go see the Top Gun movie. <laughs> Oh, or something okay. this week. Yeah, he's a nice guy and he's nice to hang out with. We went to the farmer's market over the weekend and we went into like a jewelry store. My mom was in there chatting and the girl in there was so nice and she was like, oh, you know, my mom was telling her all about how I just moved here and everything as moms do. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, like if you ever want to hang out or do something, you know, she gave she I have her card somewhere. She's nice. like, oh, just let me know, and that was so nice. I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Um, that was like the first time I, especially with like a girl, like, I haven't even thought to have a girlfriend here because it's just like so hard to meet girls. I think. I don't well, know. especially like in your job, I know you've said that you work mostly with men. It's a lot of men. Yeah. Well, our department actually. Um, my coworker left in May, and then a new girl started, and she's really cool. So, she actually works for my company too, and we both work for the other one. <laughs> so she's fun to hang out with, and we might have to take a trip to Panda Express together. Nice. Soon, because we both are dying for it. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I meet some people through work, and through the farmer's market and through tinder i don't know i'm also like i'm not trying very hard because i'm just like in a weird place but yeah yeah have you tried like bumble bff or anything like that i'm terrified of that and actually if anybody out there has tried it dm us and tell us your experience because i find the idea of being on bumble bff like girls to meet as friends is more intimidating to me than to meet guys as, like, that's potential so to date them. That's so funny that you say that. Why? It's, I mean, I 
Like, it's um, terrifying for me. Because I, like, it just, it seems like it shouldn't be that way. It seems like it should be the opposite. But I do agree with you. Right? Like, I don't know. I don't, it's because maybe I care more about, like, a female friendship than a male relationship. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, when you're making friends with, a like, another female, it's like, you really need to hit it off, I feel. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, if you're I just agree. talking to a guy... Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. It is for me. But I don't know, I but... Did, I did try Bumble BFF. And oh, I remember, like... Yeah, I remember when I got on there, like, I felt so nervous for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, I hope they like me. Like, oh my It's gosh. so awkward. I don't know. I talked to, like, a couple people. Like, I matched with a few people on there. Mm-hmm. And we had a little bit of a brief exchange, but it never ended up going anywhere. It never ended up meeting up with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, and a lot of the girls on there just, it didn't seem like they ever really checked the app. Cause like right. I'd send a message and then they would respond like weeks later. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is not really going anywhere. This is, yeah. you know. Maybe I should try it. It's just, I get You should try it. You should try it and then let us know. Update us in a future episode. Okay, maybe I will because... Just try it for, you know, for the pod. Yeah, I'm not using Bumble Date, so I might as well use Bumble BFF. Okay, maybe I'll try it. Yeah, try it out. Why not? What's the worst that'll happen? I mean, you get abducted and murdered, but other than that... Or a girl doesn't think I'm fun and cool. Which is worse. It's way worse. <laughs> I'd rather be abducted, to be honest. But if you, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's like, it's the same exact thing. If you're like, hey, let want to meet up for coffee, and you just hang out and get a coffee, and then if it's like, kind of weird, and you're not really hitting it off, whatever, it's fine. You just don't hang out again. True. It's so hard, I feel like, making friends as an adult. It is. In general, like... but especially when you're in a brand new place and you don't know anyone and you don't have any like mutual yeah there's no way to like get like yeah (laughs) yeah but you so you knew of Haley there and then you met of at least one other person through her yeah 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 thank god honestly and (laughs) well and not not only thank god that like I kind of knew her but thank god that we like have stuff in common and really get along because she's actually become like one of my pretty good friends um but yeah so I kind of knew her a little bit and I had I think I like posted on Instagram or something that I was going to be moving down there and she reached out to me and then we had got together once I moved down here and then Mm -hmm. so crazy and weird turns out that her roommate went to high school with me but we never knew (laughs) we never knew each other smallest world it's so weird like I wow yeah I graduated with her brother but like did not know she existed (laughs) and um so we know like a lot of the same people back Mm -hmm. you know back home and that worked out perfectly so I became friends with her and, um, I've, you know, I've met a few people through Haley cause her sister lives down here too. Mm-hmm. But I would say like those two are like my 
closest friends here. Like, they're the people that I hang out with the most. And then there's a few other people that I met, like, through Instagram. Some people had reached out. um, Mm -hmm. And I've, like, gone out to lunch and stuff like that here and there. But I haven't become, like, super close, really, with anyone else. And I've met a couple of guys. um, One guy that I'm, like, sort of friends with I met actually through hinge I want to say wow hinge. um yeah and he's he's cool what's nice is like everyone down here has a dog so like <laughs> that helps it makes it easier to meet people and it also is like when you are hanging out with someone for the first time it's like oh let's take our dogs to the park right. or something, something it's like yeah I was just telling my mom, when we went to the farmer's market, there were, like, dogs everywhere. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need a dog. Because then, it's, like, a lure. Yes. Well, I was saying for, like, a man, but, like, friends, too. No, for <laughs> men, though, definitely. Like, I've <laughs> I've definitely, like, I've had conversations with guys at the dog park. I've had right. conversations at the beach with different people. All because we had dogs that, like, you know. We're playing together or whatever. Yeah. And it, it does. It makes it so much easier because, like, having a dog just gives you more of an excuse to, like, be out anyway. True. So I, I find myself going to the park a lot or just going to the beach and walking with him. And um, and even if I want to, like, go out to eat somewhere, it's nice that there's a lot of dog-friendly restaurants down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't mind going by myself. But, like, having a dog with you makes it a little bit less, like awkward awkward I feel like yeah Yeah. so you know it gives me an excuse to get out and then it it usually can be a conversation starter like someone will either approach you and be like oh your dog is so cute or if they have a dog with them you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it makes it a little easier so I feel like I've had so many conversations with people like I've definitely met a lot of people down here um but you really just have to be willing to like put yourself out there and go out in public which yeah I know can be kind of scary and overwhelming to do by yourself if you've never done that before but you just gotta do it and then reaching out to people on Instagram too like I found a few people that like I just searched like Wilmington North Carolina like the location on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I saw a couple like cute looking girls that I'm like oh yeah they look cool and followed right. them and people have found me that way too and like I said I tried Bumble BFF I haven't actually met up with anyone on there but that's another option and I mean I guess if you know if you work with other people that makes it that's another opportunity I because I'm working from home now don't have yeah, that that's as harder. an option yeah but yeah but it, it's like to actually make like good friends that's hard I feel like you have to be committed to it like it's really hard, I think, to make good friends when you're not, like, consistently with them. Like, you have to make the effort to, like, yeah. hang out with them a bunch. and well, For sure. Yeah, get to make know plans. them. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, you and I met at school where we had to be every yeah, day we were forced, of the week. basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, like, a lot of the friends that I have from high school, we met in high school where you had to be. Or at work. Oh, my God. It's so true. Because I feel like with Haley and Julia, my two friends down here, we all do totally different things for work. And Mm -hmm. so, like, there's never an opportunity. And we kind of live on, like, opposite sides of town, too. So, like, 
there's never an opportunity where like we're going to run into each other and we're like forced to be together. So right. we have to make the effort to reach out to each other and like make plans to do stuff. And it's like, I don't want to say it's exhausting. Cause that sounds negative, but sometimes I feel like I'm being annoying. <laughs> Well, yeah, reaching out to someone being like, hey, do you want to hang out? Especially as an adult where, like, everyone has their own stuff going on. Yes, exactly. I think it makes it even harder. Totally. Or, like, there'll be times sometimes where, um, you know, because Haley especially, like, she works for herself from home, too. So Mm -hmm. we have very flexible schedules. And sometimes during the week, she'll be like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? And... I'm like, you know, I have, like, adult responsibilities that I should do. But also, like, I should prioritize my friendships, especially my new friendships down here. Yeah. So, yeah. It takes a lot of nurturing. It does. It takes effort. To get a friendship, like. It's kind of the same as with dating, though. It's like you need to have the energy and, like, really try to put in that effort. Sometimes you meet people and, like, you hit it off and you click very naturally and effortlessly. But then in order to, like, maintain the friendship and really, like, get close. Right. You got to put in that time. Yeah. I wish it were as easy as being in school. (laughs) I know, right? It's kind of nice to make new friends and, like, especially because a lot of my close friends have known me for so long. It's Mm -hmm. like... They know everything about me. They've seen me through, like, every phase of life. Yeah. It's kind of nice to just meet someone that knows nothing about you and just, (laughs) you know, like, get to introduce yourself as, yes, like, who you are now in this moment. It's scary, but it's also exciting. I agree. I'm glad that I moved. Who knows what the future holds, but I feel like I, I really like the South so far, so... I might end up in another country, but I'll visit you. Okay. All right. Going to Italy this year, and just like what I know about some of the some European countries, and their just pace of life, Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that, and I would love to do that. But then I'm far away from everybody, and everything I know. So you know, there's that aspect. Yeah, that's what's hard. But they know how to live life over there (laughs) okay all right is that all from us this week that's all for this week thank you guys so much for being here and for listening again so sorry for last week we're so sorry but look keep an eye out on our instagram for some polls and things like that and participate yeah so we can share your stories and whatnot and you'll always be anonymous by the way so yes of course always I guess we'll TTYL. Yes. Yes, we will. (laughs) TTYL, guys. Bye. Bye.